Welcome to No Room for Phonies. Episode 69. And today we are in beautiful downtown, well maybe not downtown, but we are in beautiful Brantford, Ontario. And a big thank you to our hosts, Nick and Brittany. And we have Nick and Sebastian on our podcast today because we are talking about not biking, but cycling. So you could, uh, you could call it biking if you wanted to. It's it's kind of pretentious to call it cycling or bikling. That works too. Okay. But we are ta- we're talking about <laughs> we're you talking know taking cycling just up a notch. Oh, you know? yeah. from okay. what mom, from what to, mom and okay, I do. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we've got the old uh, Canadian tire bikes. We want to go the up. next level. So At just least. before we get into the bikling cycling discussion. <laughs> I want to do my green light moment for the last two weeks doing I always am reading but this book is called the science of stuck which is one of my book recommend our book recommendations and um, I just wanted to talk about my green light moment is sort of about the feeling of connection and belonging which we know from a lot of the stuff I've read with Brene Brown that connection is absolutely important for survival as um, it's built into our DNA yes so sometimes the feeling of belonging of acceptance is more important than an unusual detail or belief and so at that point we become pliant and so we're willing to suspend our disbelief in order not to feel alone so that is how people get caught up in cults or Political movements. Political movements. We won't talk about any, but political movements. And so just that idea that, and it was a green light moment for me because that is not me. I would, my moral compass is pretty steady. Yeah, but we've also talked about how often when you were like a a schoolgirl, you would not be part of the in crowd, but not because of any reasons of the of the mean girls or whatever it was just your own choice not to get sucked into that yeah i just didn't that was just not my nature so when i read this i'm thinking you really would suspend your moral compass to be part of a a group and oh yeah i don't know absolutely suspend your moral compass to be part of a group if it was a cycling group I was going to say, I don't know, my moral compass, maybe not, but I I took your joke, Nick. I apologize, but how dare you. Yeah. Just to go back to a couple episodes ago, just so people might listen to it if they haven't yet. uh, When I came to Canada from Colombia, one of the things I had a hard time was getting used to Canadian culture. And I definitely would give up a lot of my inner probably compass thoughts or beliefs just so that I could make friends and fit in mm-hmm. and um, anyway loneliness is a big deal in the world mm-hmm. it is it is I just have always been the kind of person who I didn't I don't need a big crowd and I was happier just with one or two like real soulmates or kindred spirits rather than oh and we just got invited to join a cycling club and we looked at each other and we said uh no no. (laughs) and it wasn't from us right no 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 no. it was it was it was was peers our age and it was just like no "Mm, no thanks so anyway my book our book recommendations are the science of stuck which i think everyone should read this book it's just it talks about marriage. It talks about friendship. It dating. It talks about dating. Uh, it does workplace. Workplace. It's, it's really good. 
it's excellent it talks about anxiety trauma all kinds of things and it puts a very very different perspective on it and the other one that we have both read is called changing minds and it is a very a lot of research into how you change people's minds they talk about things like deep compass deep canvassing canvassing which is how they worked in the states to try and get people to change um, how they felt about um, gay marriage gay marriage and what they did and it it is it's a very and how they were successful to get like the the votes in all sorts of states so that in the supreme court gay marriage went forward Mm-hmm. It's just very, very interesting. interesting book. So those are our two book recommendations. For podcast recommendation, I just want you guys both to know that I just Googled Canadian biking, cycling, sorry, cycling. Canadian cycling podcast. Podcasts. There are <laughs> tons of them. Yeah. <laughs> From technical crap to F because now we can't start one. Well, why not? We can we just you have can to now get on this list? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to get yeah. on the list. You can start one and, be, and be better than it the It talks others. about like the technical parts of it. There's a whole podcast just ooh on like bu- building bikes. Yeah, oh, all kinds gosh. of that. And then there's the athletic aspect of biking. Mm, and yep. then there's a whole bunch that are just comedic, like people. Oh, that's fun. I would listen to those like, ones. All I think all kinds mm-hmm. of things. So if you're Wanting to, if you listen to podcasts like I do when I'm walking, I'll put a podcast on that I would recommend it. Do you have any specific names that you can throw out there? No, I didn't because there was such a long list of them. Oh, wow. Okay. I didn't even, and I didn't listen to one because I Okay. That's fine. I'll I'll listen and report back. Sorry. I'm a podcaster saying I couldn't be bothered to listen to a podcast. Yeah, how dare you? Anyway, so we're going to (laughs) talk, I'm going to hand it over to you because we're going to talk about the top 10 reasons why you go cycling. And I wanted to know if you guys think these the top are 10 reasons to go cycling yeah, to go. are we asking them to list out off the top of their own heads or am i oh, mentioning yeah, or are, am i mentioning it and no, then you, they can agree or disagree us, you tell us what you think the top 10 reasons are to go cycling and we'll see in no particular order in no particular order i feel like this ten? is like steve harvey with the family feud <laughs> game <or>? yeah <laughs> survey so, says do you yeah. want to go back and forth you yeah we we can maybe create 10 together sure. yeah because i don't oh, know yeah, if together. i know 10 i've got one so you yeah. start and that way i can what think if we get what if we get the same one yeah this go is gonna be a problem get the same one no well so, we won't make you like go on for hours okay we'll that's good hours. no i'm good i'm good to, yeah. yeah um re- reason number like this is not in like order top 10 to okay no, so there's fitness, no order. number one is fit okay, did you introduce yes. did you introduce our <laughs> guests oh, no, properly? I, well i said nick and sebastian yeah we, okay okay so, so our guests are before we start this sebastian has been on podcasts before, mostly about cooking. Yes, well, right? yes. on our podcast, and one yes. about movie or movies, your favorite movies, movies yep. that we did as a family. Yes. But you've been podcasting, and Nick is Sebastian's friend and our friend as well. And these you guys cycle together, right? Yes. So when I thought mm-hmm. of doing something on cycling, I thought it would be better to have people who do real cycling, not and I mean, fake cycling. To, like we've been cycling once so far i believe together together right but we've been yeah. supportive back and forth of each other's rides so, alone if that makes sense yes because so, we're both very busy avid well you, cycle, you're both working full-time jobs so you're studying mm-hmm. so it's not like you have all day to cycle but we find time so but I and like you have cycled for how long uh, like uh well 
I've always had a bike in the garage. Yes, of so course. that. But I mean, what you would call real cycling. When you've, done, when you've done more than around the block. Since the start of the pandemic is when I really, I did longer, like over 50 kilometer rides was yeah. after, like the, in the middle of the pandemic, because it took me a bit to get a bike. So about like two years, two something Two-ish years, years, sure. Yeah. Okay. And How about you, Nick? you were like, You've cycled longer distances for a while. That's correct. My background is, you know, as a teenager, I had a mountain bike like every teenager does. And that was a decade ago. Uh, And then I stopped biking. And of course, I gained a whole bunch of weight and went through university. And then now an adult. And I decided, hey, cycling might be a fun thing to pick back up. And so I'm currently in my first technical season of what I would call that slightly more elevated version of cycling, where we take it seriously for all the reasons that you would be getting outside and and nutrition and things like that. You got that. You're getting close. Thank you as well as enjoyment. I'm just ping, two birds, ping, one stone ping, here. Ping. That's good. So technically in my in my first season, but I've been steeped in it for the past couple of years. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, getting outside is one of the reasons, right? Yep. Getting outside. Fitness, you fitness, said. Fitness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nutrition, you said. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Right. So going going outside, <clears throat> it hugely reduces carbon f- footprint to cycle. Okay. That's oh yeah. That's commuting. A great commuting. Idea. I've been. Yeah. Since I moved to Hamilton, I've been biking to work almost every single day, biking or walking back and forth. Um, they talk about that, don't they? Yes. Commuted and I have saved yep. a buttload on gas, and I'm very proud of that. Yes, they talk, they yep. talk about that. But even Save your money. It yep. says yep. cycling I, can save you a pile of money. Uh, I mean, up front... I did buy a very expensive bike, <laughs> so that yeah. doesn't help. It kind of offset. Like yeah. I didn't spend a whole bunch of money on gas, but I put that all that money saved to a new bike. There's a fixed cost to it. Yes. you made this yeah. one-time but investment that yeah. you can then. Now this bike will probably outlive me. Is the goal? Mm-hmm. That's right. what. That's your goal to take care and take your bike to the mechanic. Well, I'm going to say that we bought Zachary a bike, a really good bike, and it, he still has it when yeah. he went. To university. To university because he was going to be biking around. And he's been out of university for four? Five years. Five years, and he still has that bike. Mm-hmm. So yeah, And you got it for him when he was done growing, growing. tall, yes. right? Yeah. So he, he, he still fits that bike. That's a good thing to mention yes. so that people don't yeah, go don't buy, spend a, buy a kid. You know, okay, a, but I went and bought a bike, and it said 5.11 to 6.1, and I'm 6 feet. And we can and get it, into and this terrible. because that's a Walmart bike, but we'll get into those. Yeah. Canadian, <laughs> Canadian really Tire, tire yeah. not Walmart. So any other can great... I, re- can yeah. I yeah. tie into your theme for the day, just on yes. the of green light and connection? Is connection slash community yeah. one that would be on the list? Friendship? Yeah. Because I would say that's a big part oh. of my motivation for that as well. Oh, for, for biking. Yeah. That's, that's a good... Yeah. Sebastian, do you even care about cycling at all? I do. <laughs> I, I just can't think of 10 reasons. There's so many reasons. Give him one. Oh, you c- somebody brushed by about oh. healthiness. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, that's, I mean, fitness, health, like that all kind of yeah. goes in the same category, right? Uh, yep. What's another one? Uh, make better use of your time. Yeah. It, okay. Yeah. What does it say about Well, that? it's about sitting in, in traffic jams. You get exercise at the same time you're getting fresh air. Uh, you know, there's more than just two for one. It could be up to four for one, you know. Right. Um, new challenges and adventures. I was just going to ask if there's something related to competition or competitiveness on there. Mm-hmm. Something yeah. that I think for people who might be a little more That's hardcore than, than I am in this Well, case. and look at you. 
didn't you do some big bike trip? You <laughs> yeah, he did. Far? That was did. so inspiring for me. Yeah. Because yeah. I've been looking to do a trip like that, and and I, he, we were just on the phone the other night, and he gave me a whole bunch of things that he found out on this trip. Where did you go? Sorry. Just so yeah. I started, uh, we were having a family event that was up in the Muskoka area, okay. um, which is, you know, three and a half, four hours from, from where we are currently yeah, driving. driving. Yes. So that gives context yeah. for cycling. Yeah. Uh, and so the route that I took was, we're fortunate to be located right on the rail trail that runs yeah. from Brantford, Brantford all the way into Burlington and then into Toronto. So I did Brantford to Toronto. Uh, and then I hopped a go train from Toronto to Barrie just for safety yep. again, being in my first season. And then uh, I stayed overnight in Barrie at a lovely little bed and breakfast. And then the next day I, I biked from Barrie to Aurelia to Gravenhurst, ending up in Gravenhurst. Oh. Wow. And yeah. obviously not on the 411 highway. No, no you can't definitely. bike on highways. Yes, legally, yeah. I'm not allowed to do that. Okay. And, uh, and I also don't think I would take it. All. No, no. It's, a, it's already precarious to drive. And what was yeah. smart about that trip is taking the train the first time because... There are like you. Can, there's not just highways to get up, but the routes, the roads are very like. You have to be a certain level of experience, I think, to to make it through that those sections of just nothingness. Right, like that gets a little scary sometimes. Like you mm-hmm. have to be, I think, over prepared for those situations, and maybe like it was a family trip you wanted to make it to, so right. maybe. But for future adventures, like mm-hmm. I uh, another thing to add to the list is, um, you know. Now I'm blanking on it. We can planning. Uh, well, like going going through the Canadian Shield, loneliness, long uh, stretches of. It's like self growth would be like oh, being okay. alone for long periods of yeah. time on your own and yeah. having to solve problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can't really just and you give can't up just and quit. Like there was a trip where it was very very hot in July the last year, mm-hmm. and I had to call for a ride because I was just too hot. It was just right. heat stroke was setting in. I knew it was well, happening. Well, you didn't choose. Well, I shouldn't say this. No. But your riding buddies were <laughs> I didn't the choose best. the greatest community of riders. No. Um, it was very, very bad So, choice. And I said that. Right? And I made some mistakes like on this first long ride. Mom. I decided to have a apple cider that was maybe a little bit alcoholic and it Maybe was really, really hot. And not and enough water. And not enough water. And I heard that electrolytes. I didn't know about they this. They play a pretty key role when you're going for a longer ride on a hot day. So this was like <laughs> a 50 kilometer, like one of my first 50 kilometer rides on a hot day. Yeah. And I just didn't know what I was doing. And yeah, so I called for a ride. But out on these huge expanses, like Bear, the bit from Barry to Muskoka, there's just forest and yeah. roads. And I, I want to say as well, just to qualify, that there are people who are much more impressive cyclists than I am or probably ever will be. <laughs> but in this case, considering it's the first season of actual cycling, yeah. I really wanted to make sure that I broke up my distances appropriately. So I chatted with a couple of friends, including Sebastian, who had done similar things just to kind of parlay back and forth and bounce ideas around about how I should be prepping and planning. And that's what led to the idea of breaking up the rides every day. Uh, and so... For context on that, the, the longest rides I'd done up until that point was 60 kilometers in one day, which okay. is a yawn for some people and a large distance mm-hmm. for others, depending on where you fall on that spectrum. And so looking at this, I knew it was going to be uh, 105 to 120 kilometers each day, depending on the route that I decided to take. And especially when that's back to back consecutive days, I think that's what led me to really step right. back and want to think through a little bit more prior to right because each consecutive day you're just a little bit more fatigued yes yeah 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 i believe i learned the term sit bones which is a very uh, important uh. one for cyclists to know <laughs> which so, is what yeah. what does uh, it mean sit bones are the bones that i'm going to do a oh. horrible job of describing this but exactly no. where your contact yeah. with the saddle is when you're cycling. yeah, yeah. so for yeah. sure because it's like 
I'm just going to compare it to growing up riding horses, right? Yes. Like when you first start riding horses, it hurts. You're, you're, it hurts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the more you do it, the more you do it. It's all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of sit bones, one of the topics is discovering what motor, <laughs> what motorists can't see. <laughs> but, uh, sorry, that's that's just not kind what of, there's, but they're I saying know. that yeah. you're enjoying well, the yeah, scenery. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that's okay. funny. Sorry. It's about, <laughs> I think we've covered it's a lot fun. of good. No, but I think that point, uh, yeah. uh, discovering yeah. what motorists can't see. Did you see a lot of things that you wouldn't have seen? On I the, would say that was one of the primary reasons for wanting to bike up there we're fortunate that we do get invited to this particular family's uh cottage up there every summer or so and and we've driven up you know ever since i can remember as a kid because i had the opportunity now with this nice bike and and a little more knowledge of how to do these things i thought what a great personal challenge so that's one of the things off the list and then in addition to that i found out through trying to map out the different routes that the rail trail was from here to toronto and then there was also a rail trail that I took the next day, leaving Barrie to get to Gravenhurst. So for the majority of the way, I'm on a trail which was nicely maintained, but realistically can't be driven on. And you right. still cross in and out of communities and right. things like that. But there are parts that are a little more sparse uh, in terms of population. Mm-hmm. And then there's other parts that uh, are a little more dense. But that being said, there's a lot of beautiful scenery that you wouldn't get if you're taking the highway, like you're saying yeah. up there. It's a very different experience because yeah. you're whipping past three times as fast as you could go consistently on a bike. You're really not taking it in as much, especially if you've done it a couple of times. This was very much an enjoyable chance to take in things around you and just experience being out of nature, out of the wilderness, push yourself a little bit, but really just get a multifaceted enjoyment. Very yeah. cool. Cool. And then one last thing, because you talked about um, growing and becoming yep. a better whatever. So freedom and good karma. So cycling promotes freedom and self-sufficiency. Mm-hmm. Cool. You'll, not, you'll not be dependent on other people or fuel-fed machines to get around. Yep. And you'll be a better human being. So, yeah. Yeah. Because you can escape the clutches of your evil boss and leave over leap over tall buildings. Wow, <laughs> talk about uh, <laughs> that. That might be a bit dramatic. Um, <laughs> a bit dramatic, but yeah. but no, like there is a there is a a bit of that too. Like uh, escaping is is yeah. Like that's a a good point. It's it. Some people say it's like oh, you want to do a bike ride for your vacation, like a bike packing trip for your vacation. Are you insane? And it's like well, no. That's a real escape. You are yeah. without contact from anyone well you do have to text your mother every day yeah you do yeah i did yeah okay (laughs) that's good (laughs) or your wife to be (laughs) yeah i also did that's important thank you (laughs) but uh yeah so that's kind of gives a little bit of an idea of how you guys why you why you do what you do and uh, so i the other research i did for today was just to look at the best biking trails in Ontario. So I just looked up the top 10. Just to see if either of you have done them, done them or, Maybe or, or heard of them. So, so one last thing to add to the list. It's also to maintain amazing calves. That's what yes. it is. Yes. That's all it's about. And the vanity of that. <laughs> I also <laughs> like to think that I did that. Yes. <laughs> it is. Yes. It is a super exercise. Like there's yeah. all kinds of exercise. Well, I felt like that needed its own column. Other when, yeah. when, I was studying in, when I was studying in Vancouver and I biked everywhere, I had awesome calves by the end of those two years. Yeah. And I want them back. So. They're, they're, they're on their way. Yeah. Yeah. It's happening. Thank you. Yeah. So best biking trails in Ontario, now that we've complimented Charles's calves. Uh, the first one, I'll say it, but 
I don't think it's the best biking trail in Ontario. I'll just put that out right there. It's the Burlington Waterfront Trail. Oh, like as in the one like Burlington? On. Yeah. yeah. Okay, there's a couple things immediately with that trail that I don't enjoy. Well, it's because it's a, it's a really beautiful waterfront, so the views are amazing, but it is crowded. Yeah. It is so crowded. You time. are ringing your bell on the bike 24-7. Like it is just constant. It's, there's yeah. someone ahead of you. You have a bell on your bike? Not yet, but I should get one. Ooh. Is what I yeah. I'm not a true cyclist. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. So, oh, we always say on your left, so we don't. Yeah, I just I, sh- I yell at people instead. So that one, I I biked it. Now, do you know if these are in in order from somebody that? No, done they're it? just. Oh okay. okay. Just I thought order. that was number one. No, no, like, no, no, no. It's really? just a one okay. of the. Mm-hmm. And the next one is the Lynn Shores Conservation Area in Whitby. Oh wait, I have not done that one. Have nope, you? not nope. not okay. done that so one. Sorry. Can, be, no. the, uh, this one you'll know, the S.C. Johnson Trail in Brantford. So that is our local trail. We bike that on a regular basis. And I don't know if I would say it's the best one that I've done, but I would say that one is very enjoyable and personal to me because my partner Brittany and I will often bike that together. Right. So I enjoy getting out for a weekend ride on that trail. That's the one. Is it a loop or do you go and come back on the same? My understanding of the routes that I've taken it is that is... Uh, a stretch, so not a loop, that takes you from, I believe, downtown Brantford, where it begins, and then to just the outskirts of Paris here, but it's uh, one way back and forth. Okay. Yeah. That's the one I wanted to try. Yeah, I do want to try that. I would love to go with both of you. Yeah. Awesome. Is it mostly gravel? Does it cross the Grand River at some points on a bridge? There is a section of that where it actually pivots away. Uh, okay. And the section that crosses the Grand River is technically the Brant Conservation Area, which I think okay. you would be yeah, I, with. Okay, yeah, I bike that section. Yes. And so but if you were to continue along the opposite direction, that's where it curves up towards Paris. Towards Paris. Okay, yeah. cool. And the next one it's is... It's a very beautiful trail. The next one is the Friendship Trail in Port Colvin. Oh, yeah, I've done that one. We um, did that. We've done and that. And that, yeah. that one you've said has recently upgraded. Yeah. Yes. It's because they, pa- they paved it. Before, when I was riding it, it was like dirt ruts from like, you know, yeah. just puddles. I would say yeah. that by this list, I'm saying these are like the family oh family mm, okay like orient more oriented flatter this is what i'm feeling mm-hmm. cambridge to paris rail trail so that is the next thing on my list because that's the extension technically if you were to go to paris along the sc johnson route if you mm-hmm. continued from there you would get to continue i believe along the grand river up to cambridge and cambridge, cambridge is actually a lovely there's a galt which is technically the downtown area of cambridge okay. mm-hmm. we spend a lot of time there's a lot of great little breweries and coffee shops and eateries uh, and naturally as a cyclist i like to think that that's the primary motivation so that is on my list but i haven't done that segment yet to get to a coffee shop is yeah. the hey, Pam, goal yeah. we could bike to galt they have the, one of the best yarn stores in ontario oh, well, there you go. so that's your your motivation, motivation we're checking is, boxes here yeah, we're is, checking is boxes. to get yarn now, yeah. how, um, my question is, how do you transport yarn It's back? light. You just put it in your backpack. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. backpack. Yeah. Okay. It's not like we're bringing yeah. back a TV. It's I wouldn't yeah. buy a blanket's worth. <laughs> okay. No. That's I have some frame bags now you could borrow. Yeah, yeah. there you go. go. Lynn Valley Trail in Port Dover. Mm-hmm. So oh. I can speak to this one because oh, I good. recently did it. Sorry this is amazing you. that we actually are, have ridden a bunch of these. Yes. Yeah, this is really pretty cool. Cool. I feel anyway. like it very much suits our, suits our area. So well-researched yeah. on the part of the producers. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we there recently did this one. I believe <laughs> it runs from the outskirts of Brantford, the opposite direction from the uh, S.C. Johnson Trail, mm-hmm. down towards Port Dover and kind of Norfolk County area. And so we did a night of uh, just one night bikepacking test 
in Norfolk Conservation Area, which is beautiful and everybody should check out given the opportunity. Uh, and it was a beautiful maintained trail that had a great mix of different styles of things. And you pass through a bunch of little towns on the way down there. Uh, and I believe it, it, that one crosses the Grand River a little bit farther down, if I'm not mistaken. So a really, really nice trail for something like that. I think if I was looking for a trail to do on a regular basis, I'd probably go more towards something that has that destination at the end of it. But that's right. okay. me personally. That one just kind of goes into the woods and stops. And it's just you're there. Yeah, you kind of just wind up <laughs> in Port Dover and you're just there. there. And so okay. if you're not going there with the intention of kind of being in Port Dover, uh, it's a little bit... But then I, I'm, I'm a very... Uh, what's the word? In the same way that, that dogs are food motivated, I'm that, but the cycling <laughs> yeah, yeah, version, yeah. I like the reward at the end of it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah, no, we do that too, though. We oh, like, yeah, we like a little destination. Yeah, we like yes. a destination for sure. Mm-hmm. The next one is the Waterfront Trail in Cornwall. Don't think I've ever been to Cornwall. No. It's on the list, though. I'll go. But can I... That's where, where is Cornwall? Can I bike Close through? to the Quebec border. Oh, okay. Yeah, I probably won't make it there for a while, but I'll try. <laughs> And then our the next one actually was the Welland Canals Parkway. Really? Mm-hmm. Someone said someone cares. Yeah, someone it's cares so nice. about Welland. <laughs> it's so nice. It is a lovely. Well, and it's a great. Well, the whole Niagara Peninsula is yes. all one trail. So right? I've done that loop. That's yep. a hundred and fifty kilometer loop. Mm-hmm. In one day. In one day. He did it. Subtle flex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just you know, been there, done that. Now, um, it's, humble brag. Uh, but it's it's called it's part of actually the Great Lakes loop so oh, if you okay. if you google further yeah. it would show you that it's part of the great lakes loop that goes around like it there's actually great lakes signs okay. in hamilton that i've found i'm like oh this is that all connects so it all somehow you can and, make it and actually in Welland now they have the steep bower trail yeah they've now got it so it's all connected and oh, paved cool. and so, it's so another, you can do another it's another leg that you can add on you can to add the on to oh my gosh thing. like you'd want to add more kilometers to that no but, but it's well it's an alternate route right right because right? yeah. it's, it's actually, maybe a shortcut we we do this that one from our place to the 20 highway where there's a breakfast place mm-hmm. so we've oh. ridden had breakfast at this little patio and then from that breakfast place you can continue down to Thorold and then you could go Thorold to Niagara Falls and then Fort Erie and then yes Falls. and then yeah. do that so you, buy, you bypass St. Catharines but that would be a loop I would love to take Nick, Nick and Anton on that'd be a good um, loop Anton, for reference, is one of Nick's friends that is also an avid cyclist. I don't know if we mentioned that. He did already. Okay, yeah, cool. I, so. I yeah. just wanted to verify. Okay, cool. And then the next one is the Ken Reed Conservation Area in Lindsay. Ken Reed. That sounds so familiar. Is it? Where's Lindsay? Lindsay? That's up north. Yes? No? Mm-hmm. Help yes. me out. The north, geography is north. not my is it strong north? suit. Because I kn- that name sounds familiar because there is a trail that's completely gravel that goes from to Owen Sound from, and it might cross through Lindsay. Mm-hmm. It might be a section Maybe. of it. It sounds really familiar, Ken Reed, right? Oh, I was going to ask, when you went down to Norfolk, did you camp? We did, yes. On the way there or at the, at the arrival? At the destination. So I we mean, did one night from here down there to camp, and then we and came up. Came but we were very fortunate that uh, uh, Anton's wife and my wife-to-be brought all of our stuff. Oh, so it was oh you didn't have to. Yes. I have to. I have to okay. just give credit. Yeah. Yeah. credit yeah. To That's a different yeah. story, right? <laughs> Absolutely. If, yeah. if you ch- if you search on online any sort of bike pack, maybe you can show images. You can edit in images. I'm giving I'll you editing work the, of Facebook. just like a fully decked out bike packing oh, setup. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. It gets ridiculous the amount of 
yeah, stuff like you can a put on. And it's all about weight distribution and keeping the weight is dead, like, but still carrying a tent, cooking utensil, well, like all these where, things that you need to survive, yeah. right? So I would be happy to share some photos of the recent trip as well. Okay. Yeah. That'd be good. Hydration That'd be good because yeah. I'd put them on our, because I do. He, he had a very cool Facebook sandal rig on, on the front. It was like, like he would put like flip-flops. I'd be happy front? to share the story. I don't want to take away from your <laughs> no, agenda. No, no we have. If you'd like a sidebar, I can absolutely yeah. sidebar. Okay. The last one, and then I'll let you Please. share your story. Yes. Is the Iron Horse Trail in Waterloo? I have not done that one no. yet either. There are some trails to add to the list. It's mm-hmm. good. Yeah, not a bad thing. Go. All right. So, I mean, I think we talked about how you guys discovered cycling. Yeah. Kind of. I'd be happy to give a quick yeah, recap yeah. of that as well. And so, then tell your story. Yeah. Anton, yeah. the person who uh, who you mentioned as well, who's a close friend of mine, when I say that this is my first season cycling, but I feel like I've been steeped in it for a couple of years, uh, it's because nobody like Anton that I'm aware of is A, as athletic, or B, as good as getting me into new hobbies where I spend money on lots of equipment. <laughs> uh, and so I like to think that Anton was a bit of my, my gateway person into cycling, and you know he got me into running and various other activities, uh, and then he picked up cycling, and so naturally, two years later, I had to follow suit. So, Cool. Very good. And you yeah. got into a lot of boredom? Yeah, honestly, yeah. <laughs> like um, and, and there was a cool... so. I love mechanical things more than I thought I did. Um, and I mean, like, working in tech, like, I like solving problems on, like, small devices and technology and things. And bikes kind of also need that. Um, so and I think you were at the point in the beginning where you didn't have a lot of money to buy. Right. Very so I did, I did the thing that so. you're, like, lots of other amateur, like, new cyclists do is they buy a vintage bike which costs you like max a hundred bucks, but there's tons of problems with it usually. And they're old and they're, they need grease and new brakes and this and new everything, new tires usually. So you learn how to work with bikes from YouTube videos and you put it all together. So I got into it in that way of like, oh, I like building them. And like riding them's cool too, because it's good exercise and all that jazz. But yeah. necessity is the mother of learning how to do things yourself. Right. Because it costs less money. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I enjoy. Yeah. I enjoy that. You couldn't afford a two thousand dollars no. bike when you started. No. No. Like, and yeah, and most people can't, which makes sense. And you shouldn't go out and buy a two thousand dollar bike. I believe until you go through the process of struggling through how to fix this old bike, so you can appreciate the new one. It doesn't even have to be a vintage bike. It can be a Walmart. Bike. It could be yeah. a Walmart, but no, don't buy Walmart bikes. <laughs> That's my. That's your lesson in today's so podcast. Yeah, yeah. lesson Don't. learned. Well, no, Canadian. Have we tired, answered the question of why you stayed with it? Have we talked about that enough? It just it makes me feel good, getting out on the bike. Like it just completely relieves all stress, all worries from job, from from everything. It just takes it away. You just so, yeah, good. I think ride it out a- literally. <laughs> A lot of the things on that list are very accurate, in my opinion, and such a great escape. Uh, It's also a great way to spend time with people. And so I know that when Brittany, my partner, and I go out, the wonderful thing is if we were to go run 10 kilometers together, I don't have the fitness to converse while we're doing that. It's just not no. going to happen. But if we if we cycle somewhere, say to get brunch, uh, brunch is such a bougie term, but if we go to get breakfast somewhere <laughs> <Yeah>. together, <laughs> then the nice thing about that is that we have the opportunity to just talk 
while also comfortably cycling, it's great for us, and we've now just enjoyed a wonderful morning. So, well, and, the and that's why we that's yeah, why that's we bike we like together because we can talk and. To be honest, um, part of it is as well when life gets busy, like when he's at work all day. Okay, you can go for a walk, but a walk takes time. A lot, it's a commitment. Mm-hmm. A lot more time to get the same. Yeah, amount a year of be a year before COVID, you started walking every day, but I didn't. And no. then and during, during COVID, it, the beginning of COVID, it was fine too. Because uh, we had nothing else. We had nothing else. But then all of a sudden, I was like back at work. I mean, I was at work during COVID the whole time, but it was like, oh, fifty minutes of walking—that's like a long time for some of the fitness benefits and then cycling. You can jump on a bike. So we, we could do, do 12K in 40 minutes and or 30 minutes and it was just a lot. And you're not like killing yourself. It's And it's nice walk. Oh, good cardio. Good, good you cardio. choose your own pace. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. That's a huge part of it. So but, I mean. No, we got our good cardio in there. And that's part of what's so remarkable to me as well, though, with biking. I'm not sure if we said this, but it's something I might have the stat wrong, but it's like the most efficient form of human self-propelled transportation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the amount of ground they, you they can cover. They actually say that. Yeah. It's absolutely crazy to me because <clears> when I'm out there, sometimes, you know, I, I happen to have a, a Garmin smartwatch that I watch. And sometimes you look at the speedometer, I believe is what the term is for the, mm-hmm. the metric. And uh, you <laughs> yep. hit 40 kilometers an hour on a bike, yeah. and you're like, that's just legs in a decline. So yeah. Yep. yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, um, so this, that kind of leads into what is your best cycling experience so far, Ben, mm. in your I would, small but so I just, mighty. I just experience. got myself a new bike. It's a Ribble uh, CXAL, mm-hmm. I think, if you want the technology, whatever. Um, it is a, a hybrid slash gravel bike so it is so hybrid does not mean half electric half pedal no well in some cases it does well they, they call those e-bikes e-bike okay. is half electric or like mostly electric okay um it the if you're climbing a hill your pedals kick in your motor kicks in that's an e-bike okay um mine is not that um so hybrid means between gravel and road yes okay they could you can call it hybrid you can call it gravel the gravel is like a newer cycling term in the past five years, I think. All right. um, so w- when I was your age, there we had trail bikes yep. and road bikes. And then mountain bikes was the new term that came in. Yes. So that's what gravel is. Like, that's what a gravel <laughs> bike is. It's that new terminology. Hybrid bikes have been a wi- around for a while. Okay. They just, I think they just started calling them. Is it by thickness of tire and weight of frame? Is that it's what essentially, it? Yeah. It's essentially like a, a heftier road bike frame. Mm-hmm. Just more metal, more like solid. And yep. then with thicker tires so that you can handle mud and gravel and... Right. <laughs> but not, like as, thick as, trail. not, as, but thick not as a mountain bike. as thick as a mountain bike sometimes <laughs> as thick as a mountain bike but not all the time um but yeah so that's i went for this type of bike because i know i like to go off road and on road um and hamilton streets are right. very bumpy <laughs> full of so potholes. if you bought like a carbon seat yeah seat bones and if you bought like a carbon road bike like and with thin tires, you're going to pop a tire every feet, like four feet. You're just going to hit a bad pothole and just not have a good time. Um, but my, you're asking about what my best bike experience. Mm-hmm. Was that where I'm put it, pulling yeah. this all together to? Is yeah. I went up the beginning of the Hamilton-Bramford rail trail. Mm-hmm. 
and it was like my first time going a longer distance on this bike and i was like oh i'll just do like this section of the trail i'll turn around and come back home but i ended up having such a good time on the bike um i just rode through the city and like did the waterfront and just kept going and it ended up being like 40 kilometers at the end of it all but it was just it was so it was so much fun just to ride it and experience it theodore the tugboat yes i met theodore the tugboat (laughs) hashtag theodore the tugboat you could probably put it a hashtag and they will because they 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 reshared my story of my selfie in front of the tugboat i was like oh my gosh i'm famous now because i know but um yeah that was probably my best riding experience as of yet because it just new a new bike would helped a lot and you, how about you, Nick? See, everybody turned to look at me, and I'm like, this entire time in my mind, I've been like, do I say it's something with Brittany, or do I say it's the long ride I did? So I have to choose. Brittany's kind of like listening in the background here a little bit. If I can qualify for me, I think the way that I would look at this question in terms of best experience is best regular experience that I could do with a day-to-day schedule is when Brittany and I get to get out on the weekend, and we get to go to that cafe, and we get to do anywhere between... 50 to 60 kilometers of a nice ride on a beautiful path get that coffee get that croissant and then uh, forgive me uh, for the pronunciation of that but and then come back and we get to get on with our day having done that that really really yeah. nice thing and spent the time together i would say that's like yeah, yeah that's okay but but our max right now is 28k <laughs> which that's is still so good 50k sounds like a lot yeah. but that yeah. sounds so you'll if you keep riding that consistent rate you'll get to 50 yeah. no problem yeah. and i would also say there's a difference between like 50k on this and oh, yeah. 28k yes. on this is those well, are two for, very for different us, rides well into port colburn it's kind of up and down there's a lot yeah. of up and down too, yeah right? i don't know i don't but think that's why we also, it might be a 30 kilometer difference yes. the other thing elevation. i would say that is like great for us is that we have a bike rack on our car so yes. we can get out of the area like we could come here park our car in your driveway and like hit a trail somewhere right mm. are you so, inviting yourself to do a yes, bike ride here we okay. are actually yeah. <laughs> i'm extending the invitation so you're welcome. actually so but that I'm brings just up saying because our area is very hilly mm-hmm. like it yeah. there is no where you like i think if it wasn't as hilly i could hit oh yeah you could go wait well and then the other thing i want to mention about your bikes right they're older walmart style bikes so here's the advice for beginning yes oh is this is it are we jumping into that segment let's talk about that yeah might as well did we hear did we ever hear nick's favorite oh oh no i I was just gonna round it up by saying so now that i've that i've said my uh compulsory what i enjoy doing with Brittany. I would also say that that long ride, that's the kind of thing I'm looking to do more of as we progress, very much in line with that exploring places that cars can't go. Yeah. So. Cool. Yeah, for sure. Good. And did you ever tell the story about what some flip-flop thing on your front of your bike? I will tell it very quickly. Thank okay. you. Uh, <laughs> and so essentially, I packed for my bikepacking trip, and you know, you lay everything out in the days beforehand. Right. You go through your checklist, and I have a custom Google map with all of my different things mentioned. So everybody knows where we are. We even went and we drove the route a couple weeks in advance, so I knew exactly what I was going to do. So what I mean to say by this is plan down to a T. Except for the fact that I was staying overnight somewhere in a different city and I brought a change of clothes, but I forgot to pack shoes to change into. And so that wouldn't be an issue, but I actually ended up making great time. Go ahead. Yeah, because you have cycling shoes. So for reference, there's clips, there's clipless shoes and they, they, they clip to your pedal if you don't know. And you can't walk properly with these types of shoes on. So, yeah. So to make a long story short. I didn't want to look ridiculous walking around town in cycling shoes at 10 p.m. at night while I'm coming back from dinner, uh, about to go to sleep. So what I did is I actually ended up ordering a pair of the EVA Birkenstocks, which I find very comfortable. I had a pair at home. 
and I picked them up at a local mall, but then I realized the next morning that I had to have some way to carry them with me and I hadn't accounted for that. And I could have figured out how to put them on the bike. I just didn't know how I would strap them to it. And so what I had done for this longer ride is there are triathlon style handlebars, which you put right. in the center and they're kind of long and narrow and they allow you to lean in and over your handlebars. Oh, and okay. so for me, it's a big contentious thing whether people think that should be used for gravel or not. I'm of the camp it should be because it allowed me a different riding position. Yeah. And it looks a little bit like a pair of antlers on the front of it. And so because I couldn't figure out a better way, and this is what Seb is referencing was so funny, to figure out how to put them on there, I shoehorned the Birkenstocks <laughs> on each of them and then lashed it with my bike lock and then rode over that all day. So I can only imagine the it's people so cool. coming, passing me on a car just being like, did that guy just have a pair of Birkenstocks strapped <laughs> to his tied to the But his that is what exactly. I love about the bike packing that adventures because you can just, you just have to figure it out. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. You can't there is no, like, you're not going to leave those shoes. Oh, what are you going to do? Way. Tuck the shoes in a bush and like come back for them? I guess like that could work, but it'd be gone it yeah they're nice birkenstocks mm -hmm. of course <laughs> that's funny that's very good so that's um advice for new new cyclists new cyclists sorry mm -hmm. i lost my yeah. advice to somebody who is a beginning cyclist and i guess you can answer the other question is the essentials to a great cycling experience because mm -hmm. you know there's a lot of difference between Really, what we do is kind of like 10 or 12K. You can get by with a, sorry, close your ears, fashion, what? a Walmart or Canadian oh, tire okay. bike. You can. You can. But if you. That's fine. I'm talking about a real. I'm not as judgmental cycle. in this case, by the way. I'm <laughs> well, like, it's great, it's accessible, I'm, you're doing it. I'm yeah. self judge. I, I self judge, but mostly because of the weight of the bike. Like, mm -hmm. I yes. picked up his new bike, and I'm just like, <laughs> this would be so much fun yeah. to, to ride. Yes. Because I lift my bike up onto the rack, and it they're heavy. Weighs they're a both lot. very heavy. Because they're not. They're just made out of the cheaper so, metals, right? Yeah. And they have so, heavier parts on them. That's and all. And not it is. everybody has. Like, no. You do want it to be accessible for. You know, and as and honestly, I say that like as kids, you guys started out in a bike trailer because I biked around pulling yep. the two of you in a trailer. Do you do we have footage of that so that no, I can? Oh, I don't even know if we have a picture. Oh, okay. I don't know. That would oh, be awesome. We'll recreate well, it now. Yeah. Oh, I, I have to. Yeah, one of those. Totally uh, illegal. But you in your car seat as a baby, and your brother sitting behind beside you, so you were little. Oh, that's fine. really little. little. With helmets on. With helmets and you looked on. like the, the Mario mushroom. So the yeah. last time anybody described Sebastian as little was in yeah. the system. <laughs> yeah. So. In that's the it. Seat. Well, the other thing that was pretty ironic is uh, that he likes cycling now. It's mm -hmm. we would go, I don't know, maybe oh, three blocks. Yeah. And he would just be whining. Oh, oh I'm so hot. My legs hurt. And we thought... Okay, and I would say but, to him, oh, just go like another block. You can exactly do what it. I sounded Have like. Have a drink, hydrate, you'll be fine. He'd drive like three blocks. Oh, my legs. <laughs> or like we thought, okay, like let's compete a little with his brother. Oh, no, if Zachary got ahead of him, then and he just smelled. Stop. Hey, I'm not first. <laughs> Come, he has to be first all we're, the time. We're just diving deep into my childhood no, psychology. Okay. Just, no, but it's I'm fine. Just, just read the book, The Science of Stuck, and yes. you'll get over all anyway, of our trauma. I, I, <laughs> I have it in my uh, Audible right now. It's, it's so, But I'm just saying, like, we want, I would like to see, I just, sometimes I'm sad when I go on the trail 
and there are like no families of, mm-hmm. and kids biking yep. together, like mm-hmm. very few. And we did that all the time, probably every day. You know, the kids right. were out after school mm-hmm. on their bikes, and we would always live near the bike trail, so we always went. So mm-hmm. to me, like you want it to be accessible, but you also want people Affordable to have a good experience. And, yeah. yeah. Um, so my, my advice to new cyclists is for when you're a kid, like if you're buying for kids, buy Walmart Canadian Tire bikes. Don't spend a lot of money on them. Make sure they're, they enjoy the experience and don't whine all the time. And well, we just complain. persisted. We just right. Persisted. Just push through. And then as soon as they are done growing height wise, like that's when you, that's can when you can actually start investing in a bike for them because why probably I was complaining and whining not to make it okay. You don't, it wasn't you the know. gear differential. No, it wasn't that it was literally probably the height of the bike. It was probably too short for me or, yeah, or too probably. tall for me or some like something. Well, and now we have like, they didn't have those little push bikes that we now see kids biking uh, yeah. around. The oh, pe- highly the, recommend those. Oh, the pedalless bikes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Perfect. These mm-hmm. kids just motorized balance like, bikes, balance bikes. bikes. Cause they're like Flintstones. And then they don't have to have training. They never have, they move from that to the other. Because your pedals are your legs. But they also develop the core strength and mm-hmm. the muscles. And so when they just transition, they have balance, but they're also not, they don't get tired. Like right. Our little Mason just flies on that thing, and he's three, and he's mm-hmm. been doing that. I love how you say time. our little Mason. Well, We're not even grandparents. I know. He's <laughs> mine. I don't care. Uh, Sebastian, do you have anything you want to tell? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. You want to tell us? Yeah. No. No. So anything else for essentials, like for um, good biking? Uh, Can I add one note yeah, to yeah, what you were just saying? I don't saddle. mean to interject, but uh, what you're saying about making sure, like, buy the cheaper bike for your children so that they can eventually have the more expensive when they grow into it. I would also say for anybody who's new to cycling, consider borrowing a friend's bike or something that yes. is the appropriate size because that can be an investment depending mm-hmm. on what you're looking to do, regardless if it's mountain or road or gravel or anything it's an amount of money that you're putting into something that you're then going to have. And so if you, if you really want to get into it, you may want to spend more upfront rather than having to spend triple the cost over time. Right. So, right. but sorry, back over to you. But, and, uh, Oh yeah. Riding and, a friend's bike. That and if you're at idea. the level where you're saying, okay, I've, ri- I've ridden my friend's bike. I'm done that. I want to buy my own bike. Do do not spend less than $800 on a bike. That's just my advice from the top. No, if, if you don't, you know, you're probably going to be disappointed in in you're going to have to get it fixed all the time. You're going to. Whereas, so can you bring your bike to home sometime so I could ride? Yes, it? You, yes, absolutely. It's it's actually too tall for you though. It's a too too large of a frame for you. Well, I'm just four inches shorter than you. Yeah, <laughs> but but that actually in cycling terms make a difference. difference. So, I know, I know. But I would say I want but, to do say though about getting kids into it that we probably could have done more of is the idea of a destination. Right? Mm-hmm. If you say to your kids, okay, oh, we're cool, going to bike, yeah. then we're going to get, I don't care what it ice is, cream. ice cream or something. Then they're like biking to that destination. And then burning the sugar on the way home. And then burning the sugar off on the way home. <laughs> Before but, they stay up all night because yeah. they're right. up on sugar. <laughs> right. And I also think like one of the biggest things, and I know you guys will think this is crazy, but one of the biggest things we got were water bottle holders for mm-hmm. our bikes. Oh, that's because, a huge thing. Yeah, you need water. <laughs> we didn't have them. Nope. And then we started. It wasn't biking. a common thing, like at all. Even the b- bikes didn't have the little bracket things ready for. Like, like and so then in. we started yeah. biking longer distances, and we're like dying, and we're like, wait a minute, like we need water along. And you were saying even electrolytes and like. Mm-hmm. That's on this bike trip that I did the longer one. Um, 
I had three water bottles on me at all times. And so two of them were mounted inside of the frame where you would normally find mm -hmm. those kind of more common ones now. And then on the underside of the frame, right beside the pedals, I would have a third water bottle. And there's actually a spot on my bike that you can mount that to. Not all bikes have that. Right. But that would be one where I'd just keep a spare thing of electrolytes because that's the really important thing here. And this was something where when we talk about advice for new cyclists, I see there as being kind of there's a multifaceted set of tiers yeah. to what we're, we're talking about. And so if you're doing something like that or less, if you're going out for a day, I think you're supposed to have at least one bottle of water per hour. And then in addition to that, consider something like electrolytes. And if that, that can be uh, Gatorade is a good accessible example of that for people, because that's, what's actually going to help you uh, regain some of the salts and various nutrients that your body is going to sweat out and get rid of that water alone won't replenish. So I think what you're touching on is, there's an understanding of these things that would be good to have a grasp on because when you do go out for that longer ride you don't want to get there and then be in a bind yeah. i believe the technical term uh which is very hilarious in cycling is called bonking so if you oh, run out of oh, fuel, yeah, you crash right, really? or something like that yeah, it's called bonk. it's referred to as bonking yeah that's funny but yeah so i mean i and i also think that um you really have to be careful about like you talked about how much you planned ahead for your trip like I don't care if you're only going 10k you need to think about like if you don't cycle very often mm, yeah. and you start heading out and you think you're going to go 10k it can feel pretty long mm -hmm. if you're not dressed and I'm going to say this I was not a bike short person like I just chamois chamois everyone <laughs> and, needs chamois and yeah. I now that I have bike shorts I am so much happier. Yes. On a bike. Like, it's so much more comfortable. And I would say the most important part of the bike for us is the seat. Mm -hmm. Yep. That was yep. the first thing that I swapped out on my bike when I got it after doing one ride. I thought, you know what? And I had, I had the bike short with the chamois built in. And that was what I swapped out. And that was however much money. I think mine was probably around $150. It was the best value for the price that I could find. And I could not be happier with it yeah. mm -hmm. it is excellent so because yeah. that's a, i remember one of my bikes and i yeah, we got swapped out the seat and i was like what and things i've learned from sebastian mm -hmm. hey your tires yeah like yep. sometimes they can just be low on air oh yeah if you're trying you're, to pedal with low tires mm -hmm. pressure you're going you're working a, triple normally that takes so, us to another sorry pardon me no yeah. no go yeah. ahead i was gonna say that takes us to another really good piece of advice potentially which i think is what you're about to say which is that's very challenging so advice being check all of your components when you're walking uh, out the door yep. every single time yep. a bike pump especially one of the ones that you just have at home yeah is an invaluable because that's going to save you a headache or this experience of working thrice as hard well we bought this little pump that goes well we on. had to because he put the kind of tires on what's the brand what's the okay make? so you have two you have schrader you have schrader <laughs> valves which are the kinds that you can go at any yeah. common car station everybody's yes. got them and then there's presta yeah and you so have a presta, don't we you? were like going to go to the gas station to yeah. put air in our tire no. oh no we can't no thank you can't. very much for the new tires Thanks and for the new tires a whole day of waiting till i got the right and that's actually being more technical that's the tube see now i'm whining this is yeah you're whining yeah, that's, that's it's all it all it comes full, full circle um <laughs> it's no, part of it yeah but but that brings up the tube on your ride another piece of advice is to bring extra tubes mm -hmm. yes because you can change a tire out on the ride mm -hmm. or change a tube out on the ride if you get a puncture or pop in your yep. tube 
and that's a sa- that's saves you a ten kilometer walk and yeah. some way of inflating them. Oh yeah, the bring, yes. you bringing you small because you can't pump. just blow you can't just blow in them. You can't oh, okay. just blow in them. That was a that was a, a disappointing one time that you and Zach and I went to the short hills to bike. Oh, and and right away somebody had a flat tire and we had to walk all the way up. That the would path. be that Zachary his back tire. We he hit a root on like the first the first time down. Yeah. Like the first the first part where it got a little bit mountainy. Yeah, immediately popped a tire. It kind of ruined the day. So yeah. that's another example of having the right tool for so that was mountain bike territory we as kids i look back to that trip we were not ready for that <laughs> at, all. at all but at least i took you on an adventure but it was cool yeah but it was cool <laughs> yeah it was an it's adventure a core of tides, yeah it's a good memory right? yeah um yeah. pam right. if i can jump on something that you said as well so seb you're not there about having the right tool for the job and you know about how, how much happier you are now that you have bike shorts in your life. Um, I have a small anecdotal story I'd love to share in a second sure. here. Do it. But I do think that talking about those tiers of people getting into things, there's, yeah. you know, when you start running, you're probably going to wear a basic pair of running shoes. Yes. And then if you become somebody who runs, you know, a certain amount of kilometers, you're going to probably invest in nicer running shoes because it makes your life better. I feel the same way about padded shorts. I'm like, if you're somebody who is just getting cycling, just wants to try it, or is boring their friend's bike, you can probably get away with doing a certain distance of ride without padded shorts. Right. But to your point, they are lifesavers. And I feel like I have very much come around in this. And my story relates to uh, when I used to work at a coffee shop. And on Sunday mornings, of course, you would have the group of middle-aged cyclists who come in. And you would have all of the men <laughs> in their super tight bike shorts and bibs just walk in with their goofy shoes that they could walk sideways in and you'd be like this is ridiculous do you need what to be out in public like doing? this yeah and i don't know if you remember this line and hopefully there's no copyright infringement for this but no, uh, in one of the batman movies with christopher nolan uh, alfred the butler says something to the effect of you either uh die or live long enough to see yourself become the villain and i feel like with bike shorts <laughs> I've now come full circle to becoming the villain because I can't endorse them enough. Because for longer rides, yeah, uh, they really will that's help. That's a huge difference in... I love the, like the reference to Batman and the whole loop. <laughs> that was good. That I'm was, just trying to give you hashtags here. Yeah, so. Absolutely. Yeah. Hashtag Batman, hashtag... That was very... He... he he, his, no, he, there's a script good. somewhere there. No. He's got it. He's got. He's got <laughs> no, to have a script. It's good, but I, I think you know. I, you know, we're getting towards the end of. I mean, we could talk all night, I guess, about biking. But the whole thing is, it is a really good form of exercise. Mm-hmm. It's a good form of connecting. You yes, you can invest money in it, but there's a lot worse things you could be investing your money in. So. You know, make a goal. I want this two thousand dollar bike, and save. You know, and and that's the thing where you think so. You've got a, a you know a teenager that stopped growing, and they want a bike. Te- you know, for every hundred dollars you put away, I'll give you fifty. And the next thing you know, they've, they've they got, got a bike. They've yeah. got themselves a bike. Yeah, and if we don't adopt every new iPhone that comes out the moment it yeah. comes out, we can save that money <laughs> for a bike. And yeah. you know, can I add one last thing just to tie up sure. with the bow? The recommendations is uh, take that extra money that you've saved from not buying the latest iPhone and get yourself the safety gear, the appropriate safety yes. gear. So find a helmet that fits you well. Yes. If style is important to you, go for a stylish one. That doesn't uh, and matter. Light. <coughs> and rear light. light. And lights. Rear lights. And exactly. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I think no, that that's a very I, important. I think that's actually a great end note. Like if you're planning to bike and that's your thing, you know, you don't. You get in your car, you do up your seatbelt, 
you know, you make sure that the oil's changed, you do the things that you need to do, well, you have to do the same things when you're biking. And uh, stay in the bike lane when you can and stay on trails mm-hmm. when you can, I think. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just that wild biking down the streets. No, There's that's... so many places, I think, in Ontario and probably across the country now where you can bike safely without being on major roads and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Stay safe. Stay alert. Stay safe. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks to Nick and Sebastian and Brittany for this really very cool uh, podcast setup. This was quite fun. And uh, yeah, we will post this and we'll post a bunch of hashtags. Absolutely. And And coming up at the end of the month or the beginning of the month is. August 15th, our next podcast. Oh, middle of the month, okay. 10 Smartest People We Know. What has made them so intelligent and what are their best qualities? So we should come back for that. Yeah, we'll be back. I guess you'll be back. And, yes, and Brittany will be on as well. <laughs> well, we'll be if on. anybody has, and these do not have to be like people, they can be like people in the world. You just said intelligent people and I immediately thought yes, of myself. I can, I so. can see that, but yeah. <laughs> well, kidding. you just... If just you think kidding. of anybody who you think is really smart that we should include, you can just let us know. Cool. Good. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us for um, No Room for Phonies with Nick and Sebastian and Brittany in the background and Charles and I here in Brantford, Ontario, in this beautiful setting on cycling. Good night. Perfect. That's a cut. Okay.